Hello everyone and welcome to episode 13 of the Hornet Advocators podcast. I am your host Ismael Mora and today we will be talking about the uprise in anti-Asian hate crimes during the coronavirus pandemic. Throughout the course of this podcast, I will be talking about the anti-Asian racism in our country's history and how that contributes to today's perceptions of Asian Americans. We will also be hearing from New York rapper Rick Lee and Dr. Chen Fu, who have both experienced xenophobia. And lastly, we'll also be learning how the government's rhetoric has contributed to these hate crimes and what you can do to prevent and bring awareness to this issue. Before we get into the basis of this podcast, it is important to learn about the history of anti-Asian racism in our country. That being said, we will take a short yet brief history lesson to provide a great understanding of the racism Asian Americans have experienced and how this behavior contributed to today's society. Asians have faced xenophobia and racism since the first wave of Asian immigrants landed on U.S. soil for the first time in the 1800s. Since then, there have been U.S. laws that have contributed to this racism, such as the Chinese Exclusion Act in 1882, housing segregations, undue tax burdens, Executive Order 9066, and many more. These laws have practiced xenophobia, and those who agree often tend to alienate Asians and refuse to think of them as belonging in our country. This is often what causes someone to commit hate crimes on Asian Americans, due to their inability to deem them worthy of American citizenship. And since racism is a learned behavior, it has unfortunately carried through to today's society. Countries all over the world have been facing major setbacks due to the coronavirus pandemic that spread globally earlier this year. It is a serious and highly infectious disease in which those who have it will experience mild to moderate respiratory illness, among other flu-like symptoms. Since it's believed that this virus originated in Wuhan, China, it has led many to physically and verbally harass those who look Asian all over the world. Asian Americans specifically are experiencing these horrible hate crimes at alarming rates. One Asian advocacy group has reported that they received more than 1,500 reports of COVID-related hate incidents since mid-January. We will now hear a brief statement made by Rick Lee about his experience. We wrapped up that video while we were walking out of that writing. Some guy just made these, you know, coughing and sneezing noises pointing at us and ridiculing us that this shit's real. You know, if it's happening to us, imagine, you know, just all around the world, you know? The following is a statement by Chen Fu, a doctor who was verbally harassed on his way to work. He was interviewed by Vicky Wynn for the Today Show earlier this year. Dr. Chen Fu is on the front lines in the battle against COVID-19. As a Chinese-American doctor, he feels both celebrated and vilified. I feel an animosity that I've never felt before. On his commute to the hospital, Dr. Fu says he was approached by a stranger. You dirty Chinese, and he just kept saying that over and over again. I've never felt anything like this before. It is important to notice how our government officials have contributed to this racism through rhetoric. 
President Donald Trump addressed the coronavirus as the Chinese virus during a White House briefing in March of 2020. Following this statement, U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo opted to refer to the coronavirus as the Wuhan virus. Although their contribution to anti-Asian racism was indirect, the use of Chinese virus, according to WHO, the department responsible for selecting the name COVID-19, claims that disease names can create significant consequences in terms of backlash. That's why they avoided using geographic locations or references to culture in the first place. Noticing the controversy, President Trump and Pompeo have since formally backtracked their statements. However, their wording was heavy on anti-Asian rhetoric that the Department of Homeland Security had to issue a public warning claiming that white supremacists may use this crisis to justify harm or violence against Asian Americans. A study by Professor Russell Jung of the Asian American Studies Department at San Francisco University claimed that the number of hate crimes reported in the media increased in response to the xenophobic language used by public officials. Today we discussed how historical anti-Asian racism and the government's rhetoric contributed to the hate crimes Asian Americans have been facing during this pandemic. We also heard from Rick Lee and Chen Fu, who both faced xenophobia earlier this year. At times like this, in the middle of a pandemic, the last thing we need to do is alienate and blame a specific group of people. In order to help mitigate these hate crimes, it is important for you to understand the characteristics of a hate crime, so that when you experience it, you can report it to your local police department. Social media coverage on racism is another great way to spread awareness. When the issue trends across platforms and more people see it, they'll be able to recognize this pandemic has also made it easier for Asian Americans to experience racism. For more information on how you can help, please visit justice.gov slash hate crimes. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Hornet Advocators podcast. I'm your host, Ismael Mora, and I'll see you in the next one.